Welcome everybody to all even special interview. Um, I did one of these before with my man Ty Butchery. Shouts to Ty, but we have another big guest on the show tonight. Um, you know, he goes by K9. He's a defensive end for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, had four sacks in a game this season. Was the dude that actually got the you know, fumble recovery in the in the biggest game that everybody's talking about right now against Miami. Welcome to the show, my man, Kyle Kanar. How you doing, man? Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. I'm doing good. How are you? Absolutely. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I can't complain. I'm out here in New York, so you know how we do it out here, man. It's it's, it's always nuts over, over on this side. It's always yeah, nuts. I'm already knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But let's let's just go ahead and jump right into it, man. So. You know, you're a two-time defensive lineman of the week already this season. So, like, you've been having a great season so far. How has the season been going for you other than, you know, obviously the big the big game that happened in Miami? But, like, just overall, how do you feel? Uh, man, just overall, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the work I put in just starting to showcase on the field. Uh, I always knew it was only a matter of time. So, right. people close to me know it was only a matter of time as well. So, I'm just happy that it's all manifested for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's kind of dial it back a little bit as well. Um, where are you actually from? Uh, I was born in Flint, Michigan. Okay. Yeah, I moved to uh, Savannah, Georgia when I was nine years old, 10 years old, I believe, one of the two. And I came to move to Atlanta with my father in 2016 to continue my sports. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Pops was really the one to kind of like get you into playing football? Oh yeah, he was definitely the one. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So what 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 position did you really like hone into as a kid? Because obviously, you know, as your body changes, as you become more physical, you have different options. But what did you really like? You know, uh, gravitate towards as a kid. Uh, you know, as a kid, when you play in the recreational sports, you kind of play all positions, just having fun and being a kid. But as I got older, I started gravitating towards the defensive side of the ball. So uh, going throughout school and things, I was playing like linebacker. Then like I officially like honed in on the position of defensive end. I believe I was in eighth grade. I played defensive end. We won the championship in middle school, and I just I played defensive end ever since. I just wanted to play. I liked getting sacks and stuff like that. That's what's up. That's what's up. So in regards to ending up at Georgia Tech, what were they your first choice? What happened? Was was there a bidding war? You know what what was the the situation actually? You know choosing a school. Uh, yeah, uh, just recruiting, just like anything. Uh, it was a lot of places, a lot of places that I was open to going to. A lot of places were recruiting me. Uh, I say the ultimate thing that made me to Georgia Tech was just how loyal they were, just how real they were. You know, in recruiting, they could absolutely. tell you a bunch of things. And when you get to campus, it could be completely different. Oh, uh, I always give a huge shout out to Georgia Tech for keeping their word. I played early as a freshman and things like that. So I think it worked out the best for me. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, you, you know, you always have to go where you're comfortable, right? Definitely. Like a lot of times, like, you know, Players like to go to these big, big level schools. I'm not saying that Georgia Tech isn't, but like, you know, they go strictly for the name and like the experience is not what they expected. Right. Because it's right. like it's a it's a machine. And sometimes guys are not really ready for that machine. So exactly. it's really about making sure you go to the right place, not right. the actual popular place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm glad that you found somewhere that you can be able to like find, you know, find a home, find a niche, uh, find a role that you can be able to, to execute and, and really, you know, kind of live up to your expectations in regards to your potential as well. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, so 
I did hear that you are a father like myself. So congratulations to that. Appreciate um, that, brother. Yeah, man. How how has fatherhood treated you? Man, it's it's been an experience so far. Uh, definitely a learning experience of any type of experience. Uh, I definitely definitely maturing as a man throughout it. Um, being there for my son has just been like the, one of the biggest blessings of my life so far since he's been born. So you know, I wouldn't change a thing if I could go back. You know, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah man. Like the you know, same thing with me. My son is six, so you know, you'll you'll get there eventually where they just they running around and you know saying a whole bunch of things, man. Yeah. And in the trouble, you know what I mean? So, you know, shouts to you for that. Definitely, man. Like, you know, being being a father, being responsible, doing what you're doing, you know, it's a lot to be able to juggle, obviously, right? So, you know, how do you how do you find that balance of being able to stay focused with everything else that's going on? Uh, I can say a bunch of things, but I'll probably say the most important thing is scheduling. Like, right. you know, as a college athlete, you yeah, have sir. a lot of stuff throughout the, to do throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, even. Right. And uh balancing that and my priorities there and, and being a father and being with my son it, it's not always the easiest thing but it, it's been it's been plentiful to say the least no i definitely man shouts to you for that absolutely so sure. you have two nil deals now we're not going to get in in regards to how much you you're getting paid for that but shouts to you in regards to 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 getting those deals now what was it like pre-nil and what is it like post-nil for you in regards to your experience uh i definitely say pre-nil was just a matter of um everybody's seen this uh, moment in time coming let's just start there uh everybody wanted a piece of college athletes getting paid and to actually be a part of that transformation like be here in college football while it's just magnifying and growing one i say i'm lucky and then two, I definitely say it's just been a, a big change. It's something that we always needed in the college football atmosphere. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. I mean, listen, yeah. they've been they've been making billions of dollars off your image and likeness for, for, for decades, right? So exactly. it's only right for y'all to be able to get a little piece of the pop, man. So shout out to y'all. Uh what made you gravitate towards McCray sports? Like, you know, because obviously I, I I'm I'm a podcaster. So it's anytime sponsorships and brands come to you, you know, there's something that gravitates you to that particular brand like you can be able to take whatever right but there's something that you want to be a part of because you don't want to attach your name to just anything right right so like what was it about mccray sports that made you kind of get into that and and, and want to call that home uh definitely the um relationship aspect of it uh it's, it's a lot of people who i thought were saying good stuff to me and, and kind of saying a lot of the same things but uh, i got more than one person that I'm cool with that's with McCurry Sports, and they were telling me things that that, that they, they thought I would like, and I was right. liking it, so I decided to take the next step with those guys. That's what's up, and definitely don't want to leave out Techway as well. Definitely Tech, definitely Techway NIL, definitely. Shout yeah. out to them. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So four sacks in the game. You know, you have four sacks this season, and they all came in one game. So let me know how that felt. Did you know that waking up that day that you were going to have that type of performance? Or is it something where during the game you see that there's a weak, there's a, there's a weak side, there's an opportunity to be able to capitalize on whatever they're, whatever they're showing you offensively? Uh, for sure, both. For sure, both. And some more than the others. Uh, I kind of woke up that morning like knowing we go, we're going to win. I didn't know I was going to have four sacks in the, in the one game. Right, like, I woke right. up like, telling my teammates like we're gonna win like we're about to win but 
there was no recollection of the four sacks, but um, throughout the game, well, the the first sack I had actually it was a a strip sack. Uh, I worked the move on the opposite tackle, and I realized that was the weakness all game. So every time we had like a pass rush down, I decided to line up on the same guy, and it was just going good for me. Things were opening up, and my teammates was really helping me. Absolutely, absolutely. What's your what's your favorite move on the line? Like, I don't want to give up your secrets, but <laughs> you know, they, they gotta be they gotta be some some go to that you could be able to give me that 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 people are not gonna scout. That's funny you say that. Uh, I probably say any move that got something to do with speed to power or <laughs> or, 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 or speed to speed. Right. I wouldn't say any move in particular, and I won't yeah. want to give it all up on right, right. the podcast. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that to you, man. I ain't gonna do that to you. <laughs> Respect, man. Now, definitely. It, listen, when you see your skills start to come together, right? Because obviously, you know, you start off as a freshman. You're, you're growing. You're building. But once you get comfortable and your your body starting to change, you also and you're starting to get into the aspect of the defense, you're starting to learn the schemes, you're starting to understand what your assignments are. When did that like switch hit for you? Like when did it actually turn on and say, all right, cool. I really do understand now what I'm doing. And it's not just my raw physical ability. Like I really understand how I can be able to change and impact the game. Yeah. So Barry, I want to start by saying like, it's not, it's never complete. Yeah. So uh, I probably say every year, Something has something has shifted my right. game and the way my maturity is coming to, coming towards the game. Every year, I probably say this year is the strongest because it's the next year, right? But uh, definitely just uh, experience through life, um, just not wanting the same thing for myself as I had the last year. Just wanted to be one percent better, and those things just really helped me mature my game on the field and even as a man off the field. You know? Yeah, no, nah, definitely, man, definitely. That that's that's super important in regards to just maturing as a man off the field to be able to handle everything that's about to come your way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Within the next year or two, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, but like um, I said, it was it, it, it was it, it's it's still it's still a process. Like it's still it's still going. So I wouldn't say there's no one thing or there's been no breakthrough or anything. I'm yeah, still, yeah, I still got stuff I need to clean up to this day. You know how that goes? Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about it, right? Because <laughs> obviously, watching that game, everybody was in shock, right? So I'm watching the game and I'm like, I'm like, all right, this this is pretty much a wrap. But why are they not in kneel down formation? What's going on here? And I need you to take me through that play as a player, right? Me watching it on TV is something different, right? I have right. a different, I have a different perspective. But you being in that situation, seeing what's going on, understanding what the situation is, understanding how much time is left, understanding that may, yeah, your chance of winning this game is not that great. But if we can be able to get our hands on a football, we might have a chance. Did you honestly think that that particular situation was going to happen? Did you think that a kneel down was coming? Or did you actually think that they were going to actually, you know, have a play that they did and, and botch it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, walk you through as much as, as far as yeah. we can walk. But um, definitely, I thought they were going to kneel the ball. Right. Uh, I, I think everyone in the stadium thought they were going <laughs> to kneel the ball. But uh, I seen them come out, and they were had a, like a gun, a gun set. And I'm like, well, it's not a kneel information. They definitely right. about to run a play. And uh, that whole week, we kind of talked about playing the whole 60 minute game because uh, just a little inside scoop. Throughout the whole season, we haven't played 
a complete game and finish the game and you can just go on youtube and see that that's that's right. public information right but um that's what we were focusing on that particular week like let's just play a complete game no matter what happened we're going to play to the last down and it just so happened that that was the last down we lost him a little bit Yeah, you back. Yeah, somebody called my bad. I just put that on oh, DVD. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I was saying, um, definitely didn't think they were gonna uh run a play, but we talked about playing a complete game for 60 minutes. Uh one of my teammates, Paul Moala, number 13, he stripped the ball out, and that was just a golden opportunity for us, like to finish the game, just how we talked about, you know. It, right. was, it was crazy. No one expected that to happen. <laughs> Yeah, man. Listen, you know, Miami's catching a lot of heat for it, but this is, listen, it's football, right? This Things like this happen, and you guys were just at the right place, right time, right situation to be able to jump on that, recover it, and then, you know, keep the field goal in the game. Um, here's another question for you. 6'5", 240 pounds. You're a speedster. You are the prototypical NFL prospect. You are. I'm sure people have told you this. Right. So has there been some conversation in regards to your inner circle or other people that have talked to you about possibility of making the jump after the season? Uh, yeah, I, 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 talk, I talk about that. I've been talking about that since before I started making plays. So right. definitely, definitely the conversations in the work with my parents and coaches and things of that sort. But. It's definitely been some conversation. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that's what's up, we man. Do, I, I, I'm, I'm just pretty much focusing on getting wins. I'm trying to finish that, the season listen, strong. That's, that's end all. End up in Charlotte, win the ACC championship. You know, all that's that other stuff. all you need right to right do. Here. That's all you need to do. You you, you let me answer, ask the questions. If you don't want to answer it, that's fine. That's fine. We could be able to move on and go to the next thing. I respect it, man. No, we good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but so how do you feel about the season in regards to just like – your chances of winning the the ACC this year, your chances of, you know, possibly being defensive player of the year in the ACC in the conference this year. Like, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel your chances are? How do you feel the team is playing? And, you know, is there a bowl, bowl game in your future? Definitely. Uh, I feel like by being with, with the win against Miami, obviously that's, that's a big indicator. Of we still have ACC aspirations of winning. Uh, we're currently fifth ranked in the ACC. So we definitely still got a shot at winning that. Right. Uh, I feel like we're just a team that's still still learning how to win, still learning how to be winners, ha right. handle success as well as handle failure. So we getting it one step at a time. We definitely make it to Charlotte. No, nah, definitely, man. Definitely, I'm definitely gonna be watching, supporting, man. Um, you know, I, I think you're a great player. I, you know, shout out to your pops. Uh, pops a great dude as well. Yeah. Um, saw your podcast. Mm. Like your podcast. Is you got this collab one day? Yeah, man, you 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 let me know, and I'm there. What is what is some of the aspects about podcasting that you like and that you don't like? That's funny you ask that because the reason I started a podcast was because I feel like it just fit my personality overall. Right. 
like uh, talking into a microphone to someone else about anything you want to. That, that's something I was doing before podcast. Right. So I just figured I just figured it was something that fit my personality. And I had friends telling me I should try it or I should try streaming. And that was like the final push for me. I'm like, my boy's telling me to do it. I got to. Yeah, nah, definitely, man. You 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 definitely you definitely got it. Like I was watching the episode, I was telling you pause. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he got potential. You know, you just gotta work on the lighting in the back or you know, a different atmosphere, or whatever. But like it's you definitely got the conversation down in regards to what you want to talk about, how you want to get into the conversations, how you want to end the conversation and segue into something else. So all of yeah. those things are super important in regards to podcasting, man. I appreciate that, man. No, nah, definitely, definitely. So who's your favorite NFL team? Uh, to be real, I don't have a favorite NFL team. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't, I don't even watch the NFL that much. <laughs> you don't watch the NFL that much? You nah. too busy. Say it again. I say you too busy. That too, and I always tell people I'm a huge basketball fan. I watch basketball. Okay, okay. So if you're yeah. a huge basketball fan, who is your team in basketball? Say it again. Who's your team in basketball? Uh, right now I'm a fan of whatever team KD on, so I'm rocking with <laughs> Phoenix this year. <laughs> Come on, man. Who's your favorite player? My favorite player is well, right now it's uh it's Braun. It's Braun, but I'm oh, a Lakers man. fan. I grew up oh, a Lakers man. in this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up a Lakers fan, man. So that that's that's just embedded into me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. You know, I'm definitely excited about the the NBA season coming along. So we're gonna see how your sons do, your man KD. How you doing? <laughs> Throwing in the Lakers. You know what I mean? And then we'll well, I'll have you back on here again, and we could talk some hoops, man. We gotta rechop it up. Nah, definitely, man. Definitely. But yo, listen, I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate you doing this, man. Um. You know, shouts to you. Shouts to a successful season. Keep pushing on. Uh, I need I need at least eight more sacks for the season, though. At least eight. I got you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, my guy. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right, man.